gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of Got Fitted Japan. My name is Johnny. I'm going to be your host. Maddie B is going to do a B-side. He's not here right now because Maddie B is in a mountain. The guy's a professional musician, so he's in the mountain somewhere playing at some kind of a festival or something. We will hear all about it on the B-side or next week. Actually, I want to know about it now because every time he goes on tour and stuff and plays at these outrageous parties, he has an amazing time and I'm always so jealous. So hopefully, hopefully I'll get to go to one of these one of these days. <laughs> I don't know why I don't go. But um, yeah, this is Got Fit in Japan. It's about two dudes booze, Japan in the news, but I'm here by my lonesome. I was supposed to have a guest, Troublemaker Tom, the DJ friend that we had on here a while ago. He was supposed to be here, but uh, the guy stood me up, stood me up like a prom date. Totally sucks. I'm here by myself. I was fading for about an hour, waiting, and uh, no replies. So uh, yeah, here I am by myself podcasting. But you know what? I'm here. I'm here with you. And I'm here with my brew, so I am doing good. I'm loving it. I'm loving it like McDonald's, although I don't really care for McDonald's. They do have good coffee, though. I do like the coffee. All right, this is episode uh, 261. That's about six years of podcasting, doing the news, and fading with you guys. So I hope you are fading with us right now, or with me right now. <laughs> it's usually us. I, I miss ben- Maddie B. I-, I wish he was here. I'm, I'm so used to like looking to my right and... Saying, what's up? But no, he's not here. It's just me by my lonesome. Yeah, well, actually, I'm actually with Kitty and Beer today. And um, yeah, since Maddie B is not here, we're not going to do a POW. Um, although I am drinking Kitty and Beer. I love Kitty and Beer. Actually, mm. yeah, Kitty and Beer is a really good beer. I like how it's kind of almost got a little chalky aftertaste to it. Mm. I don't want to drink it all night. But I do want to drink it tonight. So Kitty and Beer is awesome. Oh, man. So, oh, yo, I want to give a shout out to each and every one of you who has bought merch. Um, We've sold um, quite a few shirts. And I want to say thank you very much for buying shirts. Uh, There's a link. It's going to be in the show notes. So just check out the show notes and stuff. It will definitely be there. Click on that. Copy it. Paste it. Do what you got to do and stuff to get to the Redbubble site. Not to be confused with RedTube. We don't have a RedTube site yet. (laughs) Should we have one? Should we be on the show or that uh, that uh, podcast or not podcast, but that website? Maybe we should. Maybe we should. That'd be great. No, that'd actually be terrible. I, I don't think I can run for mayor or for Congress or anything after doing this podcast for this many years. But uh, you know, well, maybe I can. Maybe I can run for like like mayor or at least governor or something. I mean, in Canada, well, not in Japan, but in Canada, there's that 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 guy that in Toronto and stuff that was like smoking crack and like like blowing like transvestite prostitutes or some shit or whatever. That guy, yeah. If he can do it, <laughs> so can I. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. I wonder if people look up to him. I mean, I guess, uh, although he does do, like, a lot of fucked up shit, I, I think overall, him being, like, a governor, he actually does a pretty good job. Was he a mayor? I don't know. But anyway, from what I hear, he does a pretty good job and stuff. So, yay. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God, I'm so hungover. I can't believe I'm doing this. Oh, man. Uh, a little bit about last night. I went out with a couple of friends and saw the Mutekis play at What the Dickens and Ebis. That was pretty awesome. And the Mutekis is the band that does... Uh, they, they, they sing our intro song, The Whiskey. Uh, great band. Great group of guys. They are fun to drink with. All of them. They're, they're great, amazing people and shit. And fucking... They are an amazing band, too. And, uh, yeah. Love those guys. Saw the show. It was pretty awesome. Got hella faded and met a lot of people there that I haven't seen in a long time and shit. 
So after the bar closed, we decided to go to like my local bar in uh, Nakamegro by the studio and shit, uh, the Black Rider bar that me and Medibi sometimes go to. And uh, yeah, we were there until they kicked us out, until like, the sun was about coming up and stuff. And that was fucking awesome. Oh man, I got so faded. I got so faded. I, oh God, I kept on dropping all my shit, dropped my cell phone, broke my fucking iPhone 6. Just got it a couple of months ago, broke it. Now I broke it, the new one that I got. God damn it. You know, I think somebody should contact Apple and just tell them that having a glass monitor looks cool, but it's, it's not practical at all because people hold these goddamn cell phones all the time. You're, you've always got your cell phone in your pocket. You're always pulling it out and shit. It, there's no like like bungee cord or something that connects it to your, your belt or something like that. So like if you do drop it, it flies back and like lands in your hand. That would be awesome. But but they don't have that, and it's glass. And so when you drop it, it fucking breaks. When it fucking breaks, you're on fucking a shitload of money that you don't have, right? Who's got fucking enough money to buy fucking like a cell phone every fucking month? And I drop my cell phone all the time and shit, but and this special occasion, yay, I fucking dropped it and fucking it shattered. And now it looks like, it actually looks kind of cool if I look at it. It looks like, like I got shot in my cell phone. My cell phone got shot and it's dead. <laughs> it's dead. But um, anyway, it... Actually, looking at it right now, it does look really cool. Maybe I should just keep it. I don't know. I'm kind of worried about cutting my finger on the fucking like broken glass and shit. But if I, maybe if I cover it with like super glue or something, I don't know. I don't know. Send me an email. Let me know what to do with the fucking broken cell phone. Maybe I shouldn't fucking buy an, an Apple anymore. Maybe I should switch to Android or some bullshit. Ah, uh, god damn it. <laughs> God damn it. It was a great night until the very, very end. But at least it happened at the very end, so I had a great night until then. Because, I mean, if I drop my phone at the beginning of the night, you know, I mean, then I'd be bummed and stuff. I mean, I'd see the Mutekis and I'd get faded and that'd be great, hanging out with all my friends. But still, it'd be in the back of my mind like, God damn it, I broke my fucking phone. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, one of you guys out there invent the bungee cord uh, cell phone strap. Uh I don't know, we could call it a faded strap. That'd be kind of cool. Because, like, you use it when you're faded. You know, if you're going to go to the bar or some shit, or fucking, you're going to get trash of your friends and shit, just make sure you put that on, like, a precaution or something. Then again, I did know a girl back in the day, and all her things that she had, like, her keys, her wallet, um, everything, maybe even her cell phone, was all, like, attached with chains and stuff, kind of like, like a chain wallet, I guess. But, like, like, she had all these chains go to different pockets and stuff, you know? And it's because when she drank, she blacked out and she always lost all her shit, right? So she just decided to, like, like physically strap all her shit on her so she didn't fucking, like, lose it and stuff. So I thought that was pretty awesome. Any, yeah, maybe we need one of those. Like, like, like some kind of a bungee strap. That'd be cool. God damn it. Yeah, that's what we need. I'm, I keep on looking at my phone and shit. And every time I look at my phone, it's kind of disappointing, but kind of cool. Because, like I said, it does look kind of cool. Oh, God, I'm so fucking hungover. You know, the best thing about being hungover is hair of the dog. Why do they call it hair of the dog? Because it's rough. Rough. And, um... Mmm. Oh. And, and it's awesome. Oh, man, speaking of awesome, I fucking waited for uh, fucking Troublemaker Tom to come and do the show and stuff. And um, he didn't, right? He didn't show up and stuff. So I'm here by myself... And I, I waited and I waited and I waited. I started drinking because that's what you do when you wait. You get your fade on and shit. So fucking I waited and stuff. And I'm, I've drank almost all my beers and shit. And I've got one full one left of Keenan. So I am going to utilize Siri. See, this is the coolest thing about technology. This is the shit that I wanted when I was a kid. And now I got it. Watch this. Pick me up beer, please. Comma. Asahi super dry, please. Period. Or IPA. Comma. That would be better, period. 
Did it get it? Did it get it? It got everything. Even Asahi Super Dry. My phone understands Japanese. Send to the wife, and there's a 50-50 chance that she'll buy it. If she like, if she buys it, she doesn't care if I'm drinking. You know, because I mean, she never really cares that I'm drinking and shit. But if she thinks that like like I drink all the beer that was in the fridge, she probably thinks I might be really drunk or some shit, which I might be. So then she decides like, oh, I'll forget. Wink. You know. Or, you know, she'll just buy it and that's totally fucking awesome and she'll bring it home. That is fucking great. That's a good wife. See, you know you know, you got a good girl when she buys you beer and shit. I mean, some wives, they don't buy beer. They're like, I am not going to support your habit. I'm not going to buy you cigars, smokes, or beers, or booze, or anything else that you want that's going to hurt your body. And then you're just like, oh, fuck. Should we get a divorce now? <laughs> Better now than later, right? Mm. All right. Well... Cafe in Japan is about two dudes booze, Japan in the news, and so I am going to read the news. Okay, just in case Maddie B does not come up with like the uh, the B side, I'm going to do five stories. And these are my stories. Okay, here we go. This story takes place in Ibaraki. <clears throat> Crime section. 24-year-old woman arrested for leaving newborn baby on road in Ibaraki. Hmm, not a good place for a baby. I mean, dude, I guess this baby could say it came from the streets. Like, when this kid gets older, he's like, yo, bitch, I'm from the streets. No, seriously, I was I was born in the streets and I was kind of left there. <laughs> like a garbage pail kid. Oh, man. Police in Hokota, Ibaraki Prefecture, have arrested a 24-year-old woman for abandoning the body of her newborn daughter. Oh, it's a little girl. Guys, they can take care of themselves. <laughs> it's the girls you got to be careful. Okay, with her umbilical cord still attached. Wait, does that mean she was dragging the baby? Oh my god. Oh, that's so graphic. Um, by the side of a narrow road uh, last Tuesday morning, police identified the woman as Miwa Sato, a part-time worker who lives nearby with her mother and grandmother in Fuji TV, reported. Sato, who is single, mm-hmm, was quoted by police as saying her mother and grandmother were out when she gave birth last Tuesday. She said she had no one to talk to, and then her made up her mind and went completely blank. Oh, me! Wait, 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 what is this? It's so fucking written weird. And then her mind went completely blank. Oh, she blacked out and gave birth. I guess. I guess that's the dude. If I was her lawyer, I would say stick with that story. Don't change a word. Your mind went blank. You remembered nothing. God damn it! I should be a lawyer. A woman who lives nearby heard what she thought was a newborn baby crying at around 6.30 a.m. What the fuck is her mother and grandmother not doing around at the house at 6.30 in the morning? I mean, seriously. Unless they're like prostitutes or... Really, who goes to work at 6.30 in the morning? Who leaves at 6.30 in the morning? Maybe her mother and grandmother work for the fire department or some shit. Oh, man. Okay, so 6.30 in the morning and went outside to investigate. Her family bought or brought the naked infant inside and called 119, a.k.a. 911. The temperature was about 12 degrees at the time, and the woman said the baby had turned purplish color. Oh, that's so terrible. The child was taken to the hospital and is in stable condition, police said. A male acquaintance of Sato, after seeing the news on TV, contacted police to say that she might... Wait, that she might have been the person who abandoned the baby. What did they show like a picture of the baby? And that the lady like was watching TV and she goes, That's either the kid of Winston Churchill or Mrs. Sota. <laughs> oh man, that is crazy. Oh shit. 
So let da, 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 da. on Friday, a DNS, DNA test identified Sato as the infant's mother. Sato's mother and grandmother told police they didn't even know she was pregnant. Oh, man. I, I find that hard to believe because it's a pretty commonly known fact that most girls are really, really, really thin in Japan. And if you're pregnant, it shows right away. Like, right away. I had a friend that was pregnant and stuff. And, and, um, she didn't tell anybody, but I just could tell. Like, like she just had that that, that weird little bulge, right? That it didn't even look like a pot belly. Well, I guess I kind of did and stuff. But I saw, like, I saw her stomach, and I was like, "You're, you're not pregnant, are you?" And that's actually the wrong thing you should ever say to a girl. Never ever say that. But we were like really close. We're like good friends, so I guess I could say it, and I did say it. So I, it was okay, and she admitted to being pregnant. But the thing is, yeah, don't say that to a girl unless you want to get kicked in the balls, because that's what girls do when you say. You're not pregnant, are you? And saying it like that is probably a bad idea. Don't say it like that either. Oh, man. So anyway, well, I, I don't know what she's going to be charged with. Is she going to be charged with uh, attempted murder or abandonment or what? Anyway, that kind of sucks. So this kid, this kid that came from the streets is born with like no clothes, no nothing. The, the mother, I'm sure she didn't prepare for anything. You know, she's like, well, maybe I'll go away. Oh, man, that sucks. Poor kid. Poor little daughter. Oh, man. Okay. Moving on. A 14-year-old boy arrested for trying to poison his mother with bleach in coffee. Oh, shit. I'm thinking of the dead milkman right now. I'm so bored. I'm drinking bleach. I'm so bored. I'm drinking bleach. I'm so bored. I'm drinking bleach. Yes, the dead milkman made a song called The Bleach Boys. One of my favorite songs by one of my favorite bands. So amazing. Fucking I'm so bored, I'm drinking bleach. I don't recommend it, but if you do, use a chaser. Tokyo, police in Tokyo, Ito, uh, no, Itabashi Ward said Friday they've arrested a 14-year-old boy on suspicion of attempted murder after he tried to poison his mother by adding bleach to her iced coffee. So you think, like, bleach has got a pretty heavy smell, right? Well, I guess they're scentless bleach. But still, I mean, fucking, like, if you're drinking bleach in coffee and, sh- and this is, huh? That's just some really strong coffee. I mean, if it's some strong coffee, then I guess you're okay, right? But, I mean, Jesus Christ. Maybe the mother doesn't have taste buds or some shit. Okay, so blah, 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 blah. The boy is suspected of adding bleach to a one-liter carton of iced coffee in the refrigerator on September 23rd, Fuji TV reported. The mother drank some of the ice-cold coffee on September 25th and vomited. Police said... Adding uh, she was hospitalized for a week. Oh, shit, that's terrible. Okay, um, police said that the boy told them he took the carton out of the fridge and put it back in after after he added two kinds of bleach. Two kinds. This guy really wanted to get the job done. Holy shit. Uh, the bleach. Oh, shit. I just got an email from Tom. What the fuck? Let's see what this motherfucker is going to say. All right, Tom. Da, 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 da. Maybe he can come tonight and do this podcast. Okay, sorry, man. I was really hungover, fell asleep. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm, dude, I'm so hungover and I need sleep. What a fucking... All right, well, he'll be on in the future. Okay. All right, not going to talk to that motherfucker. You lose. Game over. Okay, moving forward. All right, police said the boy told them that he took the carton out of the fridge and put it back after he added two kinds of bleach. One just wasn't good enough. The boy who lives with his mother and stepfather... Oh, there you go. 
uh, was quoted by police as saying he wanted to kill his mother because he did not like her personality after she kept berating him over a one time when he shoplifted something. Wouldn't that be irony if he shoplifted the, the bleach, he got caught, and then he like, wound up putting the bleach into her fucking iced coffee? Oh, man. I think the mother and the stepfather probably hate him. <laughs> well, now they really hate him. Holy shit. Dude, Christmas is coming up, and I think Christmas is canceled for this kid. What do you do, like, fucking for Christmas and shit? Like, fucking after you try to kill your mom with bleach and stuff, like poisoning. Dude, that mom is going to be either so nice to this kid or so fucking mean to this kid. Because, dude, she's going to be so nice because she knows this kid is trying to put a fucking hit on her fucking life and shit with fucking bleach and stuff, right? So she's going to be like, she's going to be like, do you think like every time she like goes to eat food or whatever, like anything like sushi or little natto, she gives a little bit to the dog just to see if the dog survives? I mean, if the dog starts vomiting, she's like, oh, Saito, you did it again. <laughs> or maybe it's like a family joke that's like running through like like the generations or something. Maybe the kid's going to give like, uh, maybe the kid's kid is going to give him bleach or something. I don't know. Does that even work? Who knows? I'm hung over. I'm hung over. Like, here, I need more beer. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh man. Oh. Big chugs of Keelan are really good. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, man. It's like Christmas time in my mouth. Hopefully there's no bleach in my beer. <laughs> God. Oh. Moving forward, this story takes place in Osaka. I used to do, baby. Here we go. Parents arrested for assaulting, confining 16-year-old daughter. Okay. Police in Osaka have arrested a man and his wife for assaulting and confining their 16-year-old daughter, according to police. Uh, Tomonori Sugimoto, 43, and his wife Yuka, 37, hit their daughter's face and arms with a metal rod at their home and in a car and confined her to a six tatami mat-sized room of their residence for 12 days from October 13th to 25th, Fuji TV reported. That was one sentence. That was one goddamn sentence. Oh my God, I don't know who writes these motherfucking stories. Oh man, dude, they hit her with a rod in her arms and her face. Dude, that is fucking abuse. Although she did get confined to a room that's six tatami, which is probably about the size of like this apartment here, the studio, so it's actually not that bad. It's not great, but anyway... Okay, moving forward. She was given only one meal a day. The suspects were quoted by police as saying they were upset with their daughter because she put on too much weight. Wait, isn't... I don't know. Okay, if you got a weight problem, staying inside a room and being fed is probably the wrong way to lose weight. I mean, they got it all wrong. They should like fucking have her on side playing sports and shit, swimming, going to the park or something like that. Maybe she does a little yoga, a little judo, a little taekwondo, karate, you know, learning how to kick ass. Like when somebody tries to hit her in the face with a rod, she can defend herself unless it's them because then it's maybe... That's kind of weird. Like when you teach your kids karate, like you don't teach them, but like when you send your kids to like karate school, like karate or judo and stuff like that, they're learning martial arts, right? So you're like, here are kids, here's some money, here's your little gi, go to school and stuff, learn karate and stuff. And then when they come back and stuff, you know, they're in the house and they do something wrong and you're like, hey, little fucking taka, what the fuck are you doing? You go up to like hit your kid and shit, right? And, and the kid grabs her arm and throws you into the wall and you're just like, oh, fuck. I mean, that's like having like a loaded gun around, you know? You really can't fuck with your kids once they get a black belt. I mean, once they get a black belt, you're like, God damn it. 
Oh, shit. I should... They should have done yoga. Yeah. Have your kids do yoga. <laughs> that way they're pussies. Oh, man. Um, okay, well, let's see here. The girl told police that her father had beaten her before and she had left home to go and live with her grandmother in Saka Prefecture in August. However, her parents brought her back home in October 10 and started beating her again in the car on the way home from the airport. Jesus, this family really wanted to beat the shit out of their kid. They beat her all the way to the airport. She goes and stays with grandma for a couple of months and then they pick her up a couple months later and shit and beat her all the way home and throw her in a fucking cell. These parents are fucking evil. They're, the, they're about as mean as like that. The, the parents in the movie People Under the Stairs. Remember that shit? God damn. Okay. Police said that on October 25th, while her parents were out, she used a fishing rod to pick the lock of her bedroom and then called her grandmother and Saga for help. The grandmother called Saga police, who in turn called Osaka police, and they took the girl into protective custody on October 25th. The girl weighed 45 kilograms when she was rescued. 45 kilograms. Holy fuck. That's 90 pounds. Jesus Christ. Wait, how old is she? 16, 90 pounds. Is that right? Should a 16-year-old kid weigh 90? I don't even know. I I don't have kids, but maybe that is thin. Oh, unless she's really short. Because if she's really short, like if she's like two feet tall, she would look like the penguin. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, dude, that's pretty... Dude, and she's got some MacGyver skills. Fucking hats off to this girl, man. She took a fishing rod and picked her lock. Damn, they had her locked in it. That's pretty fucked up, man. That's pretty fucked up. There's some fucked up parents out there. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. This podcast is terrible. Let's listen to the dead milkman and drink. Let's get our fade on. Mmm. All right. I always say this. Let's take a time out from the news. I always say this shit about Asahi Super Dry. Asahi Super Dry is the go-to beer. It's good when it's warm. It's good when it's cold. It's good in a can. It's good on tap. No matter what, Asahi Super Dry is always going to taste the same. Now, I've been here for a while, and uh, this beer is kind of warm. And I'm going to say Kidding Lager tastes pretty damn good when it's warm. And not all beers are like that, you know? I mean, if you drink, like, Ebis, Ebis, when it's, like, very... Ebis in a can, when it's ice cold, is fucking the best beer ever. It is so good. It's really crisp. It's sharp. Oh, man. You get... I mean, I'm, dude, I'm getting, like, 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 like goosebumps or chicken... Just, just thinking about it. It's so delicious, right? But I'm going to say, Kitty and Lager beer is really good when it's warm. And when it's ice cold, it's great too. I prefer cold beers. I know, I know, Maddie likes like like beers that are warm and cold and stuff. Like he's very flexible. But for me and stuff, I I really like ice cold beers. Even like IPAs. I think IPAs should be drank. I think like rule of thumb, they should be drank at like room temperature or just slightly chilled or something like that. But when they're ice cold, I fucking love them, dude. I, I'm gonna put my balls in an IPA, especially the Aoni. Aoni, you should fucking give us money for how much we fucking talk about your beer. Hmm. All right, here we go. Moving forward, let's see. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay, we've got a teacher story. We have not done a teacher story in a while, so here you go. This story takes place in Chiba, which is just east of Tokyo. Teacher arrested for taking upskirt photos of a girl. Maybe I should read this in, like, uh, radio voice. Teacher arrested for taking upskirt photos of a girl in Chiba. A high school teacher has been arrested after he took an upskirt shot of a girl on a train station in Funabashi, Chiba Prefecture, police said on Wednesday. The suspect, Hirokatsu Murukaumi, a 29-year-old teacher at Yachiyo Shoin High School. Damn, dude, they fucking named his high school 
oh, dude. So all the people reading this and all the people reading the newspaper and share like, yep, that's a high school that's full of pervert teachers. Oh, shit. Cause you know, they're like cockroaches or some shit. If there's one, there's a lot of them, right? Oh, man. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm getting a call from the missus. All right, here we go. Hi, mushy mushy. あ、今家。え、でね、今どこですかあ、そうですか。でも、えっと、ビール、お願いします。でも、IPYかあ、青にお願いします。I just asked for an aoni in Japanese. あ、それが大丈夫ですかIPA。IPA、これがの、え、青、青のビール。これがの、え、てね、僕の一番、そうそうそう、これが、えっとね、日本。青うに。This is just great. You guys are loving this, aren't you? Huh? Okay. Arigato. Bye-bye. And I'm back. All right. I got a call from the missus. I asked her for beer. She said yes. And I am ecstatic. I am so happy. I'm going to get some aouni tonight. That's great. I didn't think about buying aouni today. I didn't have that much money. Aouni is a little bit more expensive than regular beer. Mm. All right. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Fucking, yeah. I'm doing a story. Holy shit. God, I'm so hungover. This is the hungover podcast. Oh, man. Okay, a high school teacher has been arrested after he took an upskirt photo of a girl on a train at a train station in Funabashi, Chiba Prefecture, police said Wednesday. I already read this. The suspect, Hirokatsu Murakima, Kimi, a 29-year-old teacher at Yachiro Shoin High School, is suspected of taking an upskirt shots of a 16-year-old school student with his smartphone while on an escalator at JR Nishi Funabashi Station at around 6 p.m. on Tuesday, Fuji TV reported. God, there's a lot of details in here. This pervert is fucked. Uh, Murakami has admitted to the charge and was quoted by police that he got sexually turned on by taking upskirt photos. Photos, in plural, which means he's probably done it a billion times. He's probably got, like, a whole database. He probably has, like, fucking, like, like five, like, external fucking, like, hard drives full of fucking panty shots. Holy shit, this guy is fucked. Oh, man. Well, okay, so if you got kids and you live in Chiba, I highly recommend that you do not send your kids to Yachiro Shoin High School. Because they are going to get the wrong kind of yearbook photo shot, if you know what I mean. Oh, man. So this guy's busted. So, Jesus Christ. He's 29 years old, which means he's probably been a teacher for only four years. Shit, dude. If he's four years taking photos, if he took one photo every week, let's just say week. It's like he takes one photo a week. He's got to have like a shitload of fucking photos. God damn. This guy is fucked. All right, let's see. Um, bu- 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 bum. Let's do one more story. Oh, this this story is really dark. Oh, man. Oh, I love it. Here we go. This story takes place in Kanagawa, just south of uh, Tokyo. Woman kills 16-year-old daughter, then stabs herself in apparent murder-suicide bid. A 16-year-old girl died of stab wounds, and her 36-year-old Filipino mother is in critical condition after apparently stabbing herself at their home in Mura Kanagawa Prefecture, police said Sunday. 
Ooh, Filipino girls, man. They are spicy. They get angry and stuff. Ooh, you do not want to be in the same room with them because they will kick you in the balls and rip off your head. They are spicy. And I've heard stories. Um, Well, here's the story, too. The two were discovered by police uh, accompanied by a relative at around 6.45 p.m. on Saturday night, Fuji TV reported. The relative had been worried at being unable to contact the women. The two were taken to a hospital where the daughter was pronounced dead on arrival, police said. Police suspect the woman stabbed her daughter in the stomach and then herself in an attempt of murder-suicide. A blunt-stained knife was found near the mother, police said. The mother and daughter lived with a Japanese man who was out at the time. Conveniently out. All right. Now, if I was a betting man, I would probably suspect that man is being the one who did all the stabbing, if you know what I mean. So... I think pretty much, like, he's got a wife, he's got a kid, they're fucking, like, two two girls against one, man. The guy's, like, he comes home from work and shit, it's Saturday night, you know, because in Japan a lot of dudes work during the day and stuff, you know, people work all the time here, myself included now, but this guy works all the time, he comes home on Saturday and stuff, and he's like, dude, it's Saturday night, I'm gonna get my fade on, gonna go up to Tokyo, busting an izakaya, and get fucked up. But unfortunately, he's got his wife, and his wife's like, no, 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 or it doesn't say it's his wife. Well, anyway, he's got some lady that he lives with and her daughter, and they're saying, uh-uh, you're staying home. And he's like, I do not want to stay home. And they're like, you better stay home. And he's like, I can't stay home. I work all the time. I got, I just got to get the fuck out. I 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 got to get the fuck out. And he loses it. He pulls on a butterfly knife. Or maybe a Rambo knife, or most likely it's probably a fruit knife. Pulls on a fruit knife and fucking does some dirty business and stuff. And then when he realizes what he did, he's like, oh shit, it's probably a good idea for me not to be here. And then he takes off, and then that's when the, the worried uh, like relative comes in and sees the mess. And fucking then, you know, boom. He's like, hey, I wasn't there. I was over here. I'm not there. I'm here. And then basically, I don't know, maybe he gets off. I don't know. I'm going to keep an eye on this as this story because this story could really unfold. There could be some deep shit going on behind the scenes in this story. So I'm going to stay on top of that and I'm going to keep you motherfuckers posted. Oh, man, faders, thank you very much for this show. Hopefully, 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 Matty B does a B-side because I love listening to his B-sides, especially when he rants and he gets on a real tangent and he just gets really kind of worked up and stuff and then he stops and laughs. It's, it's the best. Matty B's got the best little rants. I love it. I love it. I hope you love it too. Anyway, um, once again, thank you so much. Everybody, I'm, I'm really serious. Faders, thank you so much for buying shirts. I mean, it really helps out the show. Um, yeah, like, I mean, we've been doing this for fun. We, we don't get any money for this and stuff other than these shirts that we're doing now. Shirts, actually, we got shirts, mugs, handkerchiefs, all sorts of stuff with their logo on it. It looks fucking badass. It looks so badass. I fucking love it. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for that. That is, that is completely awesome. And uh, if you don't have a shirt, definitely pick one up. They're fucking cheap. They're like 30 bucks. The quality is great. They look fucking amazing and shit. Fucking take a picture of yourself or something and then like send it to us if you want. If you don't want to do that, I know some people don't and stuff. That that's totally cool. Especially on our Facebook page. We got all sorts of weird shit on that. And you probably don't you probably don't want to be associated with that shit, especially if you have a job that's like a real job. Oh man, you'll get fired. Oh man. But again, thank you. And um yeah, spread the word of the show. Give us a five star review if you can. That'd be fucking awesome. Um mm. Oh, this is such good beer. Oh, this is good. Oh, man. 
I feel like that that guy that was eating barbecue sauce and was it uh, Terror Planet, the Quentin Tarantino movie? He's eating barbecue sauce that he makes. He's like every fucking like five minutes, he's like mm, that's some goddamn good sauce. Yum yum yum. I'm, dude, I'm the same way with this beer, dude. This is great, and I'm getting more beer on the way. Love that lady. She's amazing. Bringing me beer. You got a love lady that brings you beer. Oh man. So yeah. Again, thank you and uh, faders fade on. Thank you so much and peace. When I want to save money and drink better beer, I go down to Mitsuya Liquors in Tokyo, Minami Asagaya. Why? They got over 300 types of beer from across the world and from around Japan. They got IPAs, Hale Ales, Pilsners. It's a beautiful thing. And if you want something else, they got it. They got a fine selection of Napa Valley wines, Japanese sake, and shochu. And you can take all those puppies into the back and drink them there, which means that you're saving money by drinking at liquor store prices in a social environment. So fade on and save. Mitsuya Liquors in Minami Asagaya. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we are, Matty B, coming at you from a special report from the mountains. Again, I'm in the mountains. This time I'm uh, surrounded by uh, rain and goats. Um, I'm not sure how long this is going to be. It's pretty early in the morning, and people are sleeping. I'm staying at this. Oh, there's a goat. I'm staying at this 100-year-old house. The weather's really shite, but we had a fucking great time playing this um, harvest festival at this kind of hippie place. It's like an organic brown rice farm, and then they harvest all of the rice, and then they hold a, a music festival in the field on which the rice was gathered. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Japanese hippies, they're nice. 
They're nice people. They let me stay at their home. A little bit hungover. I was drinking the uh, little Japanese scotch, the Takitsuru. I don't really have much to say today. Oh, yeah, except, um, don't you hate it? Don't you hate it when you have to count money in another country, right? That sucks. No one likes it. Um, you get used to it if you live in a place long enough. But the way that the Japanese numerals work is very different from the way English numerals work. And when you add in the idea of money and people, shit gets out of hand really quickly. Because in Japan, they don't use um, like cents. They just have yen. So one yen is worth one cent. That's fine. A hundred yen is worth one dollar about right conversion rates and but but in english we go like one hundred one ten a hundred a thousand ten thousand a hundred thousand a million ten million a hundred million a billion ten billion a hundred billion trillion ten trillion a hundred trillion but japan doesn't like that very much so they they go they go in fours so they go 1 yen, 10 yen, 100 yen, 1,000 yen. And they go 10,000 yen, 10,000 yen, 100,000 yen, a million yen. I fucking can't do it. It's really hard. But I made this chart. Let's see if this chart could help me do it. So I'm going to, we're going to practice conversion rates. Um... So we have 10, so $1,000 is Jumayan, so, but what 10,000 people is Ichimayan, so 10, one, so 10,000 people uh, and is equal to one thousand one hundred dollars because there's two extra decibels right so counting one to one would be people right so one person ten people hundred people a thousand people and in Japanese it's hitori junin hakunid senin and then it goes ichimanin jud Jumanin, Hyakumanin, Semmanin, and then it goes Ichiokunin, Juokunin, Hyakuokunin, Senokunin, and then it goes like Ichonin, Juchonin. Um, so Juchonin is 10 trillion, but 10 trillion dollars is. Sencho N and Sencho N is ten trillion dollars, but there's an extra that'd be a hundred trillion. Oh, it's so hard. I really hate it. And uh, this company I'm working at right now, they they often mix the Japanese way of counting with English, so they'll say like like eight thousand billion uh, dollars. I guess that makes sense. 
But when they say, no, it doesn't, it'd be $100 billion. So $8,000 billion would be $8 trillion. <laughs> and when they say $22,000 billion, I'm like, holy fuck, this is crazy. This is insane. So $22,000 billion yen. 22,000 billion yen would be 22 trillion yen. And then you would have to, that would be 220 billion dollars. Right? That's the way it goes. Whoa, goats. Uh, and you know what that makes me want to do? It, like, when people are talking like that, it makes, like, you just want to shove a broom handle up somebody's ass and vigorously shake it as if some sort of What's, what's up, goats? Some of it, as if, like, it's a clogged drain. Clogged drain. Oh. <sighs> I'm gonna read some news. It's not crime news. It's just kind of weird news. I thought it was funny. So it says, the figures don't lie. Smartphones hurt kids' grades. I think smartphones are not very good. They're good for, like, downloading podcasts and music, but it's hard to be productive when you have a smartphone. It says, um, if rapid measures aren't taken, we may be in for serious problems. Uh, Fretz, Ryota Kawashima, professor at the Institute of Development, Aging, and Cancer at Tohoku University. Quote, it's no exaggeration uh, to say that kids today are being controlled by smartphones and becoming enslaved by them. He, uh, writing in uh, Shukan Shincho, uh, Shirahashi has assembled a gathering storm of evidence to show that users' use of smartphones is not conducive to the development of young minds. Uh, children have become so dependent on their mobile phones, mobile devices for communication, that Yes Kawasan, director of Web Counseling Association, believes that if things are allowed to continue as is, quote, the day will come when, as adults, they will attend a class reunion and nobody will talk to anyone. <laughs> that's their frets. That's th that's the end of society right there. Where you attend a class reunion and no one talks to anyone. I thought that was hilarious. I don't hardly talk to anyone from my any of my classes except university. But even them, hardly any of them. You know why? Because I got on with my life and I didn't just stay in one place. I can think of like one person that I communicate with from high school, and that's usually via Facebook. And that's in the form of likes. <laughs> and that has not ruined my life. Um, I, I agree that, you know, the kids running around with their cell phones and mobile devices, as they're called, kind of fucking sucks. And when everyone's just walking, looking at innocuous data on a screen, watching television while walking down the road, it's pretty depressing. But I think these kids are going to do what, like, video game nerds in the 1980s did. They're going to learn how to make shit with the fucking technology and become millionaires or something like that. I don't think it's that bad. What else does... Anything else? Quote, We are shocked to see that the stu study concluded that longer usage of smartphones or cell phones caused grades to decline irrespective of the amount of time devoted to study. 
um, I think that's because school is becoming more and more irrelevant. And I'm not sure if everyone needs to be able to um, do long division anymore. Like, there's a lot of time spent doing long division when I could have been doing something I really wanted to do. If I was a, an engineer, then you need to know long division. But if you're a stupid person like me, you don't. You just really don't long division people some people are good at it i was terrible i i could look i could study right now the um the the, the, the science what's the science called chemistry you know the what's that board with all the chemicals on it you know helium and iron and uh, the table of elements i could study that right now no problem but when i was 15 that that shit scared the fuck out of me i couldn't study that i was like what is this i'm too dumb to study this teacher biology was cool because you get to dissect frogs tear apart sheep's eyes who doesn't like to do that when you're a savage little brat i think there's another article i'm gonna read where is it this just the setup I have right now. I'm standing in the middle of a field with an umbrella because it's raining. There, there's goats everywhere. And I got this microphone on top of a stepladder. And on top of the stepladder, I also have my iPad, which is connecting to the microphone. And I'm just kind of standing in the middle of the field, kind of trying to translate numbers and stare at the goats. These goats are they're cool. They headbutt each other. They see each other. They headbutt. Um, Japan calls for improvement in UNESCO documentary listing system. Paris. Japan uh, stressed the UNESCO's general... What's UNESCO? The United Nations... Something for education, science, commercials, and opera. General conference on Thursday. He stressed the need to uh, swiftly improve the documentary registration system of its World Heritage body following its listing of China submitted papers regarding 1937 Nanjing Massacre. A lot of people deny that this really even happened in Japan or it's not really ever mentioned. So that's pretty funny that Japan, some officials threatened to pull funding from UNESCO because of the way that the, the data was accepted by. Uh, uh, Chinese officials regarding like how you know Nanjing was basically just destroyed uh, I'm not sure if the uh, Chinese figures are correct probably not um, but the fact that you know s s something says bad about Japan and Japan kind of goes it's not fair it's so funny it's so funny. No one ever talks about it in Japan, though. The Nanjing Massacre. No one ever. Whoa, goat, stop staring at me. Oh, man. All right. I'm not sure if I have anything else to add, folks. Um, except you should get your ass into the mountains sometime and hang out with hippies. They're actually good people. And they need the money. I'm not sure if there's a lot of money in being a hippie anymore. There used to be a bit, maybe. But now it's really tough. But these hippies, they have goats and they have land and they have like four cats. And if you're a cat person, that's really good news. Hmm. All right. I'm not sure. Is that it? I'm feeling like a total freak. The leaves are changing. I can see... Uh, Christmas oranges hanging from some trees. Uh, leaves are getting yellow. 
the, the fog is gently blowing through the, the crests of the mountains, of the uh, cedar-covered mountains. And the houses are very old. They have old thatching and uh, no concrete. It's all wooden. And they're nestled into the, uh, into the sides of the mountains. Let's visit the goats. Is it possible? Oh yeah. Keep in mind everyone, I am, I am really pulling off of some organizational feats here because I have to hold up the umbrella, position the iPad, and cover the microphone from the rain in order to do this. This is stupid. <laughs> That's partially why I'm doing it. I got my stuff together. I'm going to visit the goats. Hey goats. Hey goats. What's up goats? Hey goats. All right, I'm standing at the edge of the goat paddy. And now the goats are coming because goats are naturally curious. The goats are coming up to me now, one after the other. Hello, goats. Hi. How's it going? Yaggy. Yaggy. How's it going? Meh. Oh, what do you have to say? The goat is sticking its nose into the microphone. It's a wet goat. Oh, you smell like a wet goat. <laughs> you smell like a wet goat. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. They have goatees and they have leather collars. Yes, you do. Wet goat. Are goats, Are goats vegetarians? Oh, this is funny. I think this is a first for podcasting, people. Thanks, goats. Goats. Thanks, goats. Goats. Uh, goats. Oh, they don't like me anymore. They're going away. Goats don't take shit from anybody. Do you, goats? Do you, goats? Oh, it shook water onto me. Oh, here comes another goat coming to see what's happening. The goats are only about two feet tall. They're like little tiny goats. And they got, you know, furry cocks. Goatees. What's up, goats? You okay, goats? What's up, goats? Oh, here comes another goat. I wonder what this goat has to say. What do you have to say, goat? What's your reaction to uh, the 1937 Nanjing Massacre? The world wants to know. Can I hear your opinion, sir? Miss, ma'am, what's it? Yes, you're coming up to the microphone. You have something to say? Say something. What do you have to say, goats? <laughs> What's up, goats? Say something, goats. No? No? Nothing? Uh. 
All right, I'm hungover. I can't do this for very much longer. Oh, the goat's breathing on me. All right, thanks goats. Have a good one. And um, next time I come around, have an opinion, okay? Have an opinion about something for once. Because at the moment, you're just eating grass and baying. Is that, is that what it's called when goats talk? They bay? Meh. 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 <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, everyone. This has been Maddie B. And thank you for listening. Bye. Goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Well, oh, you wait till Mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse. Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't stand to it. You sure I should excuse me? We're going we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Eh, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.